0: What oh, are you doing, beloved? Well,
1: attention, attention, my black brother. What I want y'all to do right now is take out the do rag. The silky ties down. I want to see the waves glistening. If you got a nappy hair, pick it. Don't let nobody discourage you.
2: Ariel.
0: Black boys, black
2: boys. So, my first question for y'all is do y'all know the national black anthem? Lift every voice, and sing. <laughs> Yes. Okay. You don't sound confident.
1: I have no idea. Because I
2: didn't want to put
0: the focus behind it. To Earth and Heaven ring. Beyonce sang it twice in Homecoming, okay? At this point in 2022, we should know. Wait, Seven, what did you just say?
1: Because I feel like I just judged you in your face.
2: Right, you just did.
1: I didn't know there was a national black one. Of course, I know yeah. the song Word for Word. I didn't know there was a national black... I didn't know there was deemed the national yes, black one, the though. people made sure to... <laughs> so,
0: my... Like, I'm from the Eastern Shore of Maryland, and we actually have a Martin Luther King um, Jr. like uh, ceremony, like, every January. Um, so, traditionally, mm-hmm. they would be like, everyone stand for the national black <laughs> anthem. And we okay. would get up All and right. sing, lift every voice. And, I mean, it's, it's just in that same old Negro spiritual tune. So... It is embedded. At least the first <laughs> verse is embedded in my brain.
2: Well, you know, I didn't know. You know what I, I thought the um, national was? I think the Black National Anthem was. I think it was a song about, like, Earth, Wind, and Fire. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. What is that song? I think it just was remade by um, with Lucky Day. I don't remember what it was called, but I literally just... <laughs> I didn't know the Black National Anthem was something like lift every voice. I was like, me either. I thought it was literally like a cookout song, like literally like what's that song Beyonce like
1: um, before I like no not that one. Y'all are
2: showing
0: your colors. (laughs) Oh my god.
2: God. Oh now y'all exposing yourselves. (laughs)
1: Before Listen, I let go, that's my national black anthem.
2: That is my national black anthem, y'all. But yes, it, is. it is Black History Month. Oh my God, we are back around, yes, y'all. We are about to get the memes of Issa Rae saying "I'm room for everybody, black." We're about to get uh, Whitney and Bobby. We need a longer we month. We need a longer month, everybody. <laughs> Actually, I celebrate. We all. I think I celebrate Black History Month all day, every day. So
1: exactly,
2: this is, when, this, is have to, this is when the companies start to show their ass. Exactly, have they started already because I haven't been paying attention.
1: I'm probably sure the hotels and the companies have started to do a lot. If, and...
2: if you're a nigga, you get. Did you get 15 off? Right. If I think I seen a KFC, uh, there was like a KFC uh, drumstick, and it was like with the fist up, and it was like, "We, <laughs> we stand with you all." I was like, "Bitch, not KFC." Standing <laughs> with us.
1: Um, These companies, the companies are funny. They just they, scrambling at this point.
2: They like they do it. They do it during um. Women's History month pride, month. pride, Pride Month. They swear they all gave, but then as soon as that the 31st, I mean the first come, they be like, get that shit off our fucking... Right. <laughs> Chick-fil-A said, we ain't gonna never change. We don't let y'all asses up in here. <laughs> <laughs> but, what is up everybody? It is your boy, Lord Deppree. And I'm Derwin King. And welcome back to another episode of That Black Boy Joy, where we create a space where black boys can be themselves and... So much more you all we have a guest in here and by the way i love i don't know if this is like your catchphrase but when you do this in the song i live but you are we have independent rapper and dancer in the building seven deep now let's dance
1: what like. <laughs> what's up y'all <laughs> all,
2: how are you doing seven
1: i'm doing good you know it's best as expected new york is kind of crazy right now you know covid is still you know kind of running rampant but um i'm doing good i'm doing really good i can have no complaints
0: yes how's the well. weather
1: disgusting <laughs> okay mm. i want to go back to la but i love it <laughs> because i mean you really you really you really get the seasons over here if you want the seasons move to new york
2: oh uh, that is true you get the east coast definitely give you goes through all of the seasons. okay Wait, are you originally from the, where are you originally from
1: i'm from richmond virginia i grew up in the dmv and yeah i've lived a lot of places now i'm in new york
2: oh my god where in the dmv
0: are you from originally
1: I'm from Richmond, Virginia, but I've lived in D.C. I've lived in uh, Maryland. I've lived. I so was when you said Eastern Eastern Shore, Maryland. I was like, "Oh, I know where that's at. I know where yes, that's." at. Through.
2: You better know my it's hometown, ac- baby. <laughs> it's, it's the accent. The accent. So I'm. We're ba- I, We were. We are based in the DMV, but uh, Darwin asked had to move to the to Nola, uh, but I am in Maryland. I'm on the uh, outskirts. I'm on. I'm in Silver Spring.
1: Oh yeah, I used to live in Silver Spring.
2: Yeah. Oh, now I'm telling everybody where I live. God damn it, don't try to <laughs> But, y'all, we have Seven in the building, and Seven has been taking Instagram, YouTube, the media, music by Storm right now. He is everywhere all over, um, and he's been at some some of the places, you know, ATA, uh, OTA and all that, you know, showing out and all that shit. So we're going to get into a little bit about him uh, later on in the show, but of course you all, we got to jump into our Black Boy Joy spotlight for this episode and this episode's black boy joy spotlight goes by the name of will on a whim and will on a whim is a content creator slash youtuber who is all about self-care and also teaching us how to turn our natural hair into our like everyday thing he gives us tips and tricks on what to do with it how to upkeep it and all of those things he has over 400k subscribers on youtube and has over 100k uh, followers on instagram i love his content because he's also starting to jump into some brand endorsements and also just like make everything all about hair and self-care so if you all want to check out will on the whim you can look him up on instagram and also on sorry on youtube and on instagram it is will not willie um to get into all of that jazz
0: Wonderful. and then derwin
2: will before we get into all those things, how are you doing?
0: I'm doing all right. Um, Today, I had a really interesting moment at work. There were some people at the restaurant just, like, taking pictures of our workspace. Um, And one of the guys had, like, a camera pointed in my direction, and I looked over and was like, I saw you take that picture of me. And he was like, oh, take a picture of that
1: butt, and said,
0: but, so uh-uh. hard. And I was like, oh, um," <clears throat> <laughs> I was <just> so shocked. <laughs> I was so amused. It was actually fucking hilarious.
2: He, was, he still let me look at that yeah, ass. Yeah, right. This is a bold ass white man. I was literally in shock. Um, <laughs> and it's the sec- It's the second day of Black History Month, and he is showing his ass. Like, he was ready, Um
0: But I've had a good day. I mean, I'm a little wet because um, I can't. I, it's raining terribly here, so the weather's um, not great. And unfortunately, the infrastructure in New Orleans isn't wonderful either. So something like the weather affects something like the internet. So y'all hear a problem. That's the reason yeah. why.
2: He said it's not wet. Like, what did you say before you got on camera? Before you got
0: on? I said it's not wet like I like it to be. I'm not wet in the way that I would like it to be, okay? I'm soaking, (laughs) but not how I usually am when a bitch is popping, you know? Ladies
2: and gentlemen, and anybody in between, he is not wet in the way he wants to be, but he is there. (laughs) Seven, how are you doing? What's going on with you? How's your day? First of all, how was your day? Let's start off with the day.
1: My day was crazy. I was recovering. I think I went a little too hard last night. Um so that's why I have my glasses on. I, I you know, I I wanna buy CV you know. But no, um my day's good. I've just spent the recovering. I also have had some features to write, so I finished my features. Yeah, I have a studio session tomorrow finally. So um it was so hard to find an engineer in New York, but I finally locked, think I locked in on a good one. So I see her early in the morning. So I'm like, you know what? Yeah, writing and recovering, that's all I did today. Oh, that sounds like a song. Ooh, writing and right recovering. <laughs>
2: People say R&R, they're thinking, oh, well, damn. Because it's a W. But I see where you were going for it. I see where you were going.
1: It worked a little bit.
2: (laughs) As soon as I said it all out. Um, I've been good as well. Um, I've been, like, definitely getting back into reading. I'm, like, an avid reader. So I'm reading this book right now called, I think it's called Setting Boundaries and Finding Peace. So I'm definitely trying to get into that. Um, Of course, I've been drinking a lot. Um, So I need to. Stop drinking as much. I think I've been just going out every day. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday I went out to like a watch party for um, this show, Celebrity Big Brother. So I was drinking there, met some of the guests. So that was cool. But <clears throat> we always ask our guests this on the show. But, Seven, what does a black boy joy mean to you?
1: Black boy joy, it means to me, someone that's free, free in their expression and just who they are. They just live it, you know, by their rules. And, you know, they understand that, I guess, happiness comes from within, right? We don't, like, look out to other people for happiness. We fill our own cups. And, yeah, that's when you're most joyful, when you're free and you could totally live in that freeness and that free space and just, you know, be happy and joyful, you know?
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yes, we always ask our guests this, because, like, we always say there might be a different um, explanation, but we all want us to essentially be free. So that is what it is. And, Darwin, you ready to start off these? yeah so i want to first
0: jump into the hottest topic of the week um which is rihanna's pregnancy um because wow the way that that set twitter in an uproar was actually kind of comical for me um i mean you know so personally like congratulations to rihanna finally the people who have been breeding you for several years they got a bun in the oven (laughs) (laughs) And it's crazy because, like, the girls were just waiting to be pissed because they they said that girl was pregnant like two months ago, and she was like, "No," which I guess that means she was.
2: She was pregnant. <laughs> okay, Absolutely. so the last she time that pregnant. the rumors like surfaced, she was. She was definitely pregnant. I think. Also, it's so. First of all, how, what are your thoughts on ASAP Rocky? I don't have any. Like,
1: <laughs> I, s- <laughs> listen. I say this. I'm happy to see a black man and a black woman creating a family, no matter the circumstances, you know what I mean? I like to see that, you know, whatever, whatever. I'm just happy. I grew up with this girl. So, you know, I grew up with Rihanna, so it's different. I feel like we're going through this the same. She's a couple years older than me. I mean, it, it seems to be... I like how she and Asap, to me, out of the Hollywood couples, they're the most get out of my business couple that I feel like it is. <laughs> like, everybody else is more so on Instagram, da and they're the most like, are they are they together? Are they not together? Like, do they even kiss in public? So I think that it's cool that they, you know, they, they seem happy, they mind their business. She didn't even do like a huge pregnancy reveal photo shoot. She, it was real like, hey, is she a billionaire? That's the dopest yeah. part of it, I don't have to do that. I'm just about to start my family.
2: And we ain't getting no album no time Y'all weren't getting you that to already. begin with. <laughs>
1: We're never getting it. Let it go. Let <laughs> but this is the thing. She's she been making albums since she was 15 years old. She's a 32-year-old lady now. So it's like Rihanna came out when she was 15, 16, and she's been going nonstop. So great, right, right, rightfully so. If you want to get back those years as an artist, you feel like you kind of oversaturated yourself, take as, I'd rather her take as much time as she need to take yeah. rather than like try to put something out and then we're super critical of it. Now she's going to be a mother. She done went through so much sure. shit in the last five years, just we probably won't get the album and be like, whoa. We right. didn't even know this was happening.
0: <laughs> I think we should let her surprise us. I feel like there's this, um, I mean, I guess people just don't have anything to do. But, like, I, I nope. think it's great that everyone's excited, you know, for Rihanna to give them music. But I just feel like at this point, she's made it pretty clear it's not her priority to give the music to the people, which is fine. When she's ready to, she will, and then everyone will be happy. Right now, she's obviously going to be focusing both on motherhood and her businesses. So, I would just completely push that out of my mind if I were a person to <laughs> on that
2: album. I mean, she, she literally said, I'm going to give y'all some sexy-ass lingerie. Yeah. Right? Which, by the way, that she just dropped a man, li- a men line that is finally, like, gay enough for me, <laughs> and then also makeup. Yes, dead ass. The, she's literally giving us like, uh, crop shirts, and she's giving us like, you know. Uh, G not G-strings, like jocks, not jocks, uh, thongs and shit. Y'all not like bold it.
0: enough for me because I was wearing the women's line where, um, with the crotch out. <laughs> nah, personally, I, I bought, I purchased from the women's section with a drop. Go off, Red. Because I knew, I already knew what sad. I wanted and she had it, so I got it.
1: <laughs> Go off, <on for> Red. <laughs>
2: I I couldn't fit anything, so I had to stick to the male side, so that is what it is. Sorry, girl. i was so insensitive. Shout out to Rihanna. She is an... It's okay. I'm not that big, girl. I'm just a giant. But, Rihanna, we love you. We cannot wait to see you as a mother, and also, if ever you drop music, we will be listening. So, (laughs) turn up to that. Now, we're going to get into what people have been talking about today, Mm. y'all. Summer Walker's new hairstyle. It has been all over social media, what she has done with her hair. And I wanted to know you all's thoughts and opinions on it. Right, first of all, I think that this woman just is going to do what she wants, and we just need to embrace it, okay? She's going to do her. She got the money. She got our baby. we going to love the music, all that stuff. I don't care if she go bald. I don't care if she starts to, like, tattoo all her left face. Like, <laughs> I'm here for it. I love it, summer. She just surprised me. What is what are y'all thoughts? Because I seen some people like really like in an uproar. I did see they compared it to like a Mortal Kombat character, which I did. I feel like,
1: um, you know, because you know, I'm in the game now, right? So I see how people treat celebrities, right? And you know, you can have an opinion. When I was brought up, I was always told to say that if you don't like something, shut up. Don't you don't you don't have to say anything about it. Especially in a time where, you know, I've seen so many suicides come across my, my Instagram page. And I've seen so many this and so many that. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like we don't have to be mean if we don't agree or like something. That's my Aries sister. She's going to do what she want to do anyway. I'm an Aries too. People tell me all the time, why, why do you go blonde? Why would you Why would you dye your hair blonde? You look better black. And I'm like, to. I'm going to do it because I'm grown and I want to. And it's my hair. So I'm going to do what I want to do. So I, I, I feel like, you know, if you don't like it, guess what? You don't even, you know, it's natural as to wear. So it doesn't matter. If you don't have, because but I feel like going in and just saying disrespectful and mean things because God forbid something happens to her, then everybody going to be backtracking looking crazy. It's almost kind of like when um the guy had cancer and he I passed away cancer. from, when he had I cancer went, and every, everybody wanted to say, you look skinny, you looked at it and he passed away and everybody was kind of eating their words. You never know what somebody going through. So I just want everybody to kind of give people grace and be kind about things because... It's a hard job being i I'm not even where she is right now. I'd be ready to smack the shit out of some people, but that's
2: it. <laughs> that's no, it. I, we obviously
0: have, like, a celebrity-obsessed culture. I mean, just, like, the reactions. I mean, in a similar fashion to the way that people responded to uh, Rihanna's pregnancy announcement. It, it gets absurd. Um, I definitely saw the pictures, and I, like... The thing about me is Summer Walker has proven to me time and time again that she just going to do whatever the fuck she wants to, regardless of how (laughs) ridiculous it is or how it makes anybody feel about it. And I always have my own personal thoughts about it, but I literally have just realized that she's just always going to do that. And so I don't even feel it necessary to like, I literally saw the picture. I saw her head and I saw the picture they put next to it and I chuckled and went about my business because it was funny it was actually it was funny <laughs> it, now, that,
1: I'm pretty sure she looked at it and was like y'all some funny ass people but I mean don't be mean don't be mean to the girl you know what I mean, mean. Especially when,
0: at this point, what we're reminding ourselves of every time there's, like, this visceral reaction to her doing anything is that this is who she is and she's just gonna keep on doing it. She gonna keep spitting on napkins and wiping herself with it every day. She's gonna come up with something outrageous to do and she's gonna put it on social media and the people are gonna respond. And and that is one thing I will say is, is funny, is that, like, she pretty much is aware that whatever she does is going to get these responses. So, yeah, people do need to relax. They, de- they definitely need to calm down in general because these people are not in their lives. And even if they were, why would you want to say those things? But also, yeah. like, girl, you know, every time you log on to that social media page, you yeah, something that you're going to get just what you got.
2: Every I time. agree with that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I definitely agree you with
2: did- that. You had seven, you had told people, you was like a bunch of nobodies trying to sit at the
1: pot. I hate oh. that, that's how I feel. That's, that's how I, because, I mean, because this is, I can see if you don't like it, like just like he just said, he don't, I mean, you know, I chuckled and I went about my, my day, but yeah. it's the, like I'm on Twitter, you know what I'm saying? I, I, it, it, I see it, you know what I mean? I see people, the woke, the fake woke people, yeah. you know, say this and say that and then go in on a black woman, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And just be going in on a black woman And it's just like, that's crazy to me because it's like uplifter. Or just don't say shit at all. You know what I mean? I I, I have so many people that come to me or I have people, why did you go blonde? Why do you dye your hair? Why do you, it's like, because it's mine. Why do you you care? By the way,
0: I completely support the bleaching of the hair. Um, Mm -hmm. I recently went through a phase where I was putting dye in this hair every like three or four weeks. And I was Mm -hmm. living every single time I looked at that platinum blonde So, um, shout out to you for that, definitely. Um, I mean, you know what? There comes a point where, like, even though you hear people say over and over again, like, you know, don't worry about what other people think, we're all still sort of conditioned even in the way that we use social media to garner reactions. Like, we want positive reactions. We want people to like our posts, right? Um, At some point, you do have to realize that if you make decisions based on what other people want and solely on that, you're never going
2: to be happy or satisfied. So, shout out to you for doing the shit anyway. (laughs)
1: okay listen
2: also listen us aries shout out to the aries gang 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 we're gonna do what we want you know i was gonna do that before. i did <laughs> uh we're gonna do what we want um and we're gonna show out like summer she gonna do what she want seven you're gonna do what you want i'm gonna do what i want and y'all gonna have to either love me or hate me but i'm gonna still do me so that is what it is and then last but not least, Darwin, you can talk about this part. All right. And I know, you know, <laughs> I, I meant to go and
0: actually look at what she said, but I think it's just not even going to be productive for us to dive into the, like, actual substance of what she said. But Whoopi Goldberg yeah. was suspended from The View for two weeks because of her Holocaust comments, um, which I've seen, like, I've actually seen her response to it um, before. And I mean, like... <sighs> It's so interesting. Um, I feel like I've talked about this a little bit before. It's very interesting how. This
2: is your lane. <laughs> this is your lane. How
0: <laughs> consequential um, something like that is. Um, hmm. And like how swift those consequences usually are. I stand with whoever was, I retweeted it, I hate it when I don't remember who tweeted what (laughs) I enjoyed, but someone was like, now look, Whoopi has bad takes quite often, and she certainly had this coming, and I stand by that, because I'm gonna tell y'all right now, Whoopi be saying some nut-ass shit on that show, like, there are so many times where Whoopi Goldberg is talking on The View, and I'm like, this lady don't know what the fuck she's talking about, what is happening? Right. But I live and let live because she's older, and the people, you know, she's an EGOT, and they treasure her. Um, and uh, don't get it wrong, she's definitely a legend.
2: Bitch, I thought you she said she's a nigga, but she's she an EGOT. <laughs> okay, Emmy. Uh, Grammy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. Oscar yeah, Tony. Yeah. And Bitch, she certainly she earned every nigga. one
0: of those things. Um, but, you know, yeah. much like many of the people who sit on the panel of the view, she certainly doesn't have the vernacular she thinks she possesses. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, it was bound to happen. She was, bound, she was bound to be held accountable for not thinking before she speaks however i right. think um for once you know what she's trying to say um probably just wasn't really like what came out of her mouth um and unfortunately you know the consequences were swifter than anything i have ever seen i mean like it took them like a day and a half to sustain it was over.
1: it was jewish people what you thought they
2: said we don't play <laughs> what about you that?
1: it's the white people no, honestly,
0: whenever there's a uh, whenever there's a um, chaos or scandal, or anything that is like even related to anti semitism, the consequences are super swift. Um, and I do wish that um, that is that though that reaction that the swiftness of that could be applicable. Um, this is something that happens very often. You notice I'm I'm, I'm being super careful because you what are being careful to talking. I see. Well, you have to be no. And this is something I'm going to make sure to say here. So that we can recognize that this is true in every space right whenever you're talking about um the holocaust you do have to be super super careful um because you know people who make decisions care a lot about anti-semitism and we should we should all care about anti-semitism um it's fucked up you know like we've we've learned about the holocaust is obviously there are consequences even real life consequences today there are people neo-nazis today who continue to deny the Holocaust. Um, people who, are, who have survived it are still living and they remember the horrors and they recount the horrors of that all the time. So it is not something to be treated lightly and it is disrespectful by anyone to minimize that horror. Um, I yeah. hope in that same vein that we can really not have to fight so hard for people to have such swift and unequivocal, um, what is it, unequivocal, um, reactions to anti-Blackness. Obviously, that's usually where, where a lot of Black people are coming from, is that they don't feel like that same weight is applied to anti-Blackness. And I think that from my observations, I can agree with that. I don't think that there should be any consequences for having that perspective. Um, and that's usually where we come to a head, is that people are noticing how Swift the consequences are for anti semitism, and they're not seeing the same reactions for anti blackness. We usually have to protest and do some like outrageous thing for people to be held accountable for anti blackness. I mean, we see it every single year. Just look at um, last week we were talking about Jenny. How long did the people have to speak out against Bravo before Brett for her to lose her job? It took took over a a week, it took over a week for Bravo to fire Jenny, it took ABC a day or two to put Whoopi goldberg on suspension so there is a clear difference Mm -hmm. in how we handle those things despite them both being large atrocities that still have real life consequences today and until we as a society are able to recognize that and have that conversation in a productive way and in one that doesn't deny the horrors of the holocaust as well as slavery we're not really going to get anywhere
2: so there i am that's it
1: there you go, Darwin. Um,
2: no, so I, I know she said, um, she was like, it wasn't about race. I was like, ooh. She was like, it was about, I think, um, Emmy Humanity. And I think she like was really pushing that and i was like "Mm, that's not your place to speak it started the ethnicity versus
0: race conversation on twitter for people who haven't seen it that is a conversation and i mean a lot of people reminded us that neither of those definitions are solid and they haven't been solid for a long time we we've not even been able to agree on race we have the conversation about what qualifies as a black person was it an octoroon you know what i mean like those those definitions are are loose um and it honestly Mm. is a waste of time for us to go back and forth about it until we're talking
2: about policy so yeah so i know she issued an apology and she's you know sitting at home chilling um, she's gonna be while right. the view is she's gonna be good she's gonna be back but yeah that was very interesting for me to see and notice i was like well what did she do but then i read it i was like oh damn, damn whoopee but damn whoopee <laughs> but we are now going to get into can we call this episode damn whoopee <laughs> No, we cannot call it Damn Whoopi. <laughs> okay, we can, we can, we can think about right. it. We can think about it. it we can think about it, I'm Let's go with Damn Whoopi. I was going to name it something. We were going to name it something. But anyways, anyways. But we are going to get into the reason we are here, you all. The meat and potatoes. Seven is here with us today. And we're going to talk about all things ooh, Seven. Ooh. You know? We're going to get into all that. No, we're not. We're not going to do that. That's not. No, okay, come Calm down. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait
1: a minute. Like, oh, how nasty you get to let us know. What's your freak meter, Let Why her smile. <laughs> you already know. You listen. If you listen to my music, you know. I don't have a freak meter. I just do what I want to do and talk about what I want to talk about.
2: First of all, how did you get into music? Let's. How did you get into it? And tell us a little bit about you. I mean, you got to tell us. A little yeah,
1: I'm from Richmond, Virginia. I grew up in the arts. So like, my dad, like I of course he. My dad's from New York, so he had us growing up playing you know, sports, me playing sports, whatever. So I, you know, football, be- basketball, baseball, all that type of stuff. And then um, one day I got super cracked in football and I was like, uh-uh, this is too much for me. Like I'm getting up off here. <laughs> I walked off the field, I was like, no, he hit me too hard. Like my mother ran on the field and everything. So like, I think when he seen me do that, he was like, oh yeah, he's gonna be magical. And, I'm gonna, and so what <laughs> I'm gonna do is I'm gonna put him in, you know, like drama and stuff like this. You know what I mean? So he started putting yeah. me in, you know, karate because he wanted to make sure I could fight, um, <laughs> which all good parents should do. And then he uh, basically put me in, like, you know, drama and all that stuff. So I grew up in the arts um, mm-hmm. from dancing to musical theater to just theater and all that stuff. And then I uh, took it to college, but I, I started off dancing first, but I've always had a love for music. I started off dancing as first or whatever, and I would make dance videos or put them on YouTube or whatever the case is. And then let's fast forward. I moved to L.A. and one of my cousins, his name is Chaz French. He's actually signed. So he well, he was signed to a label uh, back then a couple of years ago and um he was like yo come to the come to the studio and I went to the studio and I saw how he was making a song and I was like I could do this shit like <laughs> like I, I'm gonna do this this look fun you know what I'm saying like this look fun so um did all my research I came up with a beat I made I made the song I got a, hired an engineer got in the studio and since then it's been like magic it's just I just keep going. <laughs>
2: Wait, how did you come up with Seven? How did you come up with the name? So
1: Seven, um, when I was a choreographer, because I started off as a choreographer first, my real name is Daryl. And while that is a very sexy name, it's very boring. So um <laughs> <laughs> it's Right, D, it's so boy, like Duril. It's also the way you say it. Say it again. Yo, stop it. So I was like <laughs> <laughs> So I was like I don't want to be known as a choreographer as Duril, and I, I stole I, well I borrowed the name Seven from uh Erica Badu's side. Because I seen her doing an interview one time Ooh. talking about Seven. And I said, wow, why did, why, why did she name her son Seven? So I looked at the, the meaning of the number and it has all these beautiful meanings to it. So I was Seven for a long time. And then when I, with the same engineer, when I was creating my song, he w- my songs, he would always say, "Um, what did you just say? And I would say, why can't you understand what I'm saying? And he would be like, your voice is just so deep. Like, your, your voice is so deep in the studio. So I was like, Seven Deep, Seven Deep. Like Nicki Minaj, like Seven Deep. Da-da-da-da-da. And he was like, I kind of like it. And I started saying it. And he was like, I like it, bro. And I was like, now I wish I wouldn't have said it because everybody thinks it's so sexual. But
2: <laughs> seven deep—that's what, what everybody thinks. Like that's, that's
1: that's that's, that's <laughs> not what really it means, guys. It's the easiest conclusion <laughs> to come to. But thank you He's for like setting the record
0: straight. <laughs> uh, so I want to ask you: uh, Who inspires your artistry? You said what? Who inspires your artistry?
1: Oh my gosh, the greats. So, um, are you still there? Yeah. Okay.
2: I think he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah,
1: anyway, yeah. so all uh, the greats, all the greats inspire my artistry. So you think about everybody from like Britney Spears and Missy Elliott to Prince and Kanye West and Buster Rhymes and Ludacris. Like I get inspired by so many different um people, but uh, but again, all greats. So people that really I feel like took their artistry and strive for excellence, cuz that's what I like to strive for when it comes to my mm-hmm. um, my artistry.
2: Yeah. I will say the video, the stage presence. Um, I think I seen you at I think it was like, um, what is it? Uh, Slay TV. I think you did a performance with like Slay TV. I think it was like a live Moby Fest. Moby, like, Fest. Mm-hmm. Moby Fest. Oh, but they yeah, Moby Fest. I was like, okay, the stage presence is there. I was like, already just coming out, like, just the energy and all that vibe. I was like, oh, yeah. like come on. I was like, so you definitely incorporate your dance background as well into your performances. Was that like any, was that, did that aid in you standing out against other rappers or how do you feel like?
1: You know, it just was me being me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I've always loved to dance and connect with people on the stage through movement. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know, I ain't going to tell my age, but I was out when it wasn't no cell phones, when people weren't. Where people weren't, <laughs> when people had to put the phone down and pay attention to the performance instead of going like this, you know what I'm saying? So like, I love dancing on stage and challenging myself. Like, and it just all kind of just went in tune with me making music. You know what I mean? Like, let's dance. I mean, it's, again, Janet Jackson, Britney Spears, Missy Elliott. Some of my favorite songs are dance songs. So I was, I was damn sure gonna be like, oh I'm about to incorporate this dance. I want to make people move, and that's what happened.
2: Nice. I want to see okay.
1: you.
2: Okay. <laughs> I want to see you. Listen. <laughs> When I said, well, first, let me just say this. When I first seen that video, right? And it went into the dance break, I was like, bitch, what? Mm. I was like, I was like, hold on, wait, wait, wait. wait. I think we got something right. I think we, because it's like, first of all, we don't hear that many songs that are like very honest and like a male talking about uh, something else that Mm. is queer, right? So when you hear it, you could resonate, like, I want this nigga to break my back. (laughs) Like, I can nail that. Like, that's some shit. So how does that incorporate? How do you like, like in this space and of course we know the the industry and queerness and all those things like what made you just be like fuck that like i still want to make content for us by yeah because you be talking your shit well
1: <laughs> so i knew thank you i knew when i started making music i wanted to be honest and authentic right because i mean i'm a real artist i don't i didn't want it to, to feel like i was you know like a product in a sense so it was like okay Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm going to start taking, you know, I guess talking about my life experiences and I've been doing this. I didn't you know, it's it's trendy now, but I've been doing it. You know what I mean? For since I first started. So, um, yeah, when, to be honest, what made me want to start it was um my, my best friend of a long time. He passed away, God rest his soul, from cancer. And I remember when he was passing away. And we had a conversation. I went to see him in the hospital and he was like, you know, you have to live for both of us now. You have to be you authentically and and you got to just do, you got to do this for both of us. And I was like, when, when, and so when he passed, I just thought like, he was young when he passed. I just thought like, you know, like you only get one life. You got to do, who would you, I guess like, what's your purpose in life? How do you want to, what is your legacy? What do you want to leave to your family and everyone like that? You know what I'm saying? So. I was like, it gotta be a little boy out there like me. Cause when I was growing up, I ain't seen none of them like me. So I guess I could be that one for the next little boy. So I just was like, I'm gonna talk about my experiences and I know somebody's going to be able to relate. And thank goodness for my butch queens and my black men out there because they was like, yes, I need
2: this energy. So yeah, it was lit. Listen, I said, bitch, the way I yell that and I, it's so funny, bitch, I want to see say, <laughs> In any space, I want to see you. That song is so embarrassing because
1: I did not even believe in that song. I did not. I I wrote that song, man. That song came about one day. I was. It was a night in ATL, and I never forget. Like I walked into the club, and somebody people was. You know, ATL got a little vibe about them. Everybody's a superstar in ATL, and I think somebody Mm. has. I heard somebody say like, "Who is he?" When everybody was all over me, and I was like, I just kept thinking like, "I'm the shit." With a, uh 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 yeah. uh uh, and I kept uh-huh. going like that. And I, oh, uh, yeah, what you know. Yeah, be, he, he so happened to be—he—he so happy one—he so happened to be with uh his his boyfriend. And his boyfriend was looking at me like he wanted to see me break my back, and I just was looking like I just wrote it down like, child, he want to see me break my back." Like, and I said and I said, "Ooh, write that down, write that down, write." That down. I'm always going through the my day like, "Ooh, that's a line, that's a bar," and so yeah, it came it came about, and um, <laughs> everybody likes that damn song. <laughs>
0: Well, that's such artistry Listen. that you like will have repetitive. these moments and want to like and immediately think, let me put this in a song. I gotta, I gotta really respect um, that, like, always being in that headspace. Uh, it clearly speaks to a level of artistry that I think anyone who wants to create um, should at least aspire to be in. Um, being a confident queer artist, how has it been for you? What have been the challenges?
1: You know the ch- the challenges are. Uh, I feel like as a a, a black queer man, I, I was always taught that this wasn't right, right, or to feel bad about this, or to we have to come out of closets. I'm never in a closet to start with, sis. I just it's none, it's none of your business. Period. You know what I'm saying? So what I do in my bedroom is none of your business. <laughs> the same with you. You know what I mean? I don't care. But um, so like I've, I've when I started paying my own bills, I always I just started getting confident anyway because you're paying your own bills now. But um. I knew that, you know, when I sat down and I said, you know, I'm going to really start doing this music thing and taking it serious, I'm I'm already a confident... You know, Aries, look at Summer. She didn't shaved her head and got a little... Yeah. She, she don't care. It takes confidence to do that. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? So, like, I knew that I would have to be my natural self, you know, be confident about it. Because, I mean, I tell people this anytime when, they, when they're artists and they want to try to get into artistry, they ask me this question. Like what's, what? What kind of advice can you give? And I tell people, if you don't believe yourself, nobody else is going to believe you. So like, mm. I I believe myself because I know this is true. This is how this is the life that I live. And people think that it's confident, but this is just me being honest. This is me being true. You know what I mean? I can't can't be anybody else. and yeah. I'm not going to like talk about love and the birds and the bees and 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 heartbreak and and beautiful rainbows and flowers. No, I'm going to talk about what I want to talk about because I grew up on ratchet ass artists and ratchet <laughs> ass rappers, and that's what I like. <laughs>
2: so with you being like an independent artist as well having that layer to it how is that because basically you're your number one cheerleader right you have to mm-hmm. sell yourself when you, in everything that you some things are coming out of your pocket majority of it is also like your studio time like you don't have nobody backing you so how is that on top of like how has just that been for you in an independent
1: being space? an independent artist is the hardest thing i probably like it's the hardest thing I've probably ever done, especially because there's no how-to book with this shit. You just gotta be like, I'm gonna do it, and I'm a, I believe my heart, and I believe I have faith, and I believe in the universe, and I just I'm just gonna just do my best. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna do my best. It's it's hard when you don't have a person. I don't have anybody, anybody to tell me what to do. So I would I, I, I hire people or I work still work nine to five, and I pay. I, I miss out on all vacations and chilling with my friends because I feel like I have something to tell the world. And I have to, you know what I mean? Yeah. I have to invest. When you invest in yourself, it's never a bad investment, right? So it's like I, I'd rather invest this in myself, and I can go to Milan or something later. But um, it's it definitely comes with challenges because you are your own everything. Sometimes it's good to loosen up. And I'm finally getting my team now. I look, I'm getting my team together, and I feel some of the pressure, you know um, – off me but I'm but I'm still the type of person that I'm involved in every single last process of my creative experience down to I write all my music down to the engineer how I want my voice to sound down to I'm in the editing room down to I want to see the choreography because I grew up on greats Janet Jackson does that Missy does that these people are involved with every aspect of their creativity because at the end of the day it's me on the chopping block not y'all it's me, if I do something wrong, mm-hmm. everybody, and then you know us, because black queer men are so mean to each other. So it's like, if you if you do one Woo. thing wrong, it's giving very much like, oh, I knew you was the, girl, shut up. <laughs> okay, so, up. but yeah, so it's difficult, but I'm making it work, you know, like, um, thankfully I found my tribe. Thankfully the people were missing, I, from what I feel like, the people were missing talent and presence and, 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 and real stuff like that, so yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, you're dabbling in a lot of shit as well. Like, also, the Hot House, we're going to talk about that as well. Like, you also are dabbling into, like, reality show, like, era as well with our girl, you know, Miss New York, aka Tiffany Pollard. Well, it should be backwards, but Tiffany Pollard, aka New York. Can you tell us about that as well? Like, that just came out of, like, literally, I think, like, last week or something. So, what's going yeah, on?
1: Yeah, I saw that they were casting for this show about sex positivity. And you listen to my music, I'm all about that. You know, they don't. So um, I sent in my audition tape in like 15 minutes, like psh, not even 15 minutes, I said like five minutes later, I got a, a DM from one of the producers like, I love your music. I cannot believe that you just sent us an audition tape. And I was like, what? So um, basically, I sent them my audition tape. Next thing I know, I, they was flying me out. Next thing I know, they were saying, this is what you have to do. Um, This is what the show was about. This is the premise. New York was amazing. Cupcake was amazing. Um, The producers were amazing. I always told myself I would not do. I've gotten offered to do other reality shows, but my thing is just that Like, I wanted to make sure I was always... I guess what I did had purpose to it and intention behind it. I didn't want to be running around looking like the the image that they try to make black queer men look like. Or I don't want to look like a buffoon. I don't want to look crazy. I wanted to make sure that I was representing my community the best that I knew how to um and and just showing us in the best light because we're not all crazy and catty and want to do this and want to curse and sometimes we just want to have fun and fuck
2: (laughs) yeah period i love that listen we need to remind uh, we need to remember and remind that it is okay to be talking about it's our power it is okay like little yes like people don't remember like that shit is like it's empowering like i know people don't want to talk about that shit but like it is life like we have and, sex, and it's
1: and, it's, like and it's, like it's fine. fine. And I, you know, I'm not a. So it's funny because my contestants, you go have everyone from ex sex workers to current sex workers to now to, to, to artists like myself. And I remember just like this meeting some of the best people I've ever, ever met in my entire life. Out of those people, just because this is your job or whatever you do, mm-hmm. it's such a bad, you know, what I'm saying like stigma that goes with that stuff. And I met some of the sweetest people. One of my co, co- uh, castmates, uh, Cash, I had no. I,
0: I, knew, I, I, had no, I had no I had no idea
1: who Cash was. I had no idea but me being me being um sneaky, I'm on close friends and I'm putting the cast on close friends and one of my brothers one of my brothers oh, was like, like, "Do you know who <laughs> like who do you know who that is?" and I was like, "Cash De Niro. I was like, I don't know who this is." They were like, "That's <laughs> Cash De Niro. Like he's one of the he's one of the girl girls." And I was like, "Oh." And when I say that man is literally one of the sweetest people in the world. Like he cries every day. He's he's so soft. That. He's so giving. Oh, He'll take I his shirt that. off for anybody. He is just the sweetest person. He has. He's an awesome dad. Like, I, it's just crazy. Like, so, but it, it's a good show. Everybody tune in. The new episode just came out today. Yeah, stop playing. <laughs> no,
0: I had no idea he was a parent either. Now I would
1: tell you my face held together very well, and
0: I had looked over and seen Debris. I, I didn't know that. I had no idea. Yeah, he's, he's,
1: yeah. he's a dad. He has a I mean, because know, of course that. you know the line of work that he does, but he has an amazing eleven year old son. He goes hard for him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that <one>. Sorry, Cash. You want
2: something new every Sorry, motherfucking day, child. Oh. No, he's a, I'm gonna
1: praise that man. He is an amazing
2: father. Wow. We love to see you that. We love to see I it. Just was, I, I didn't know it was 11 or had you a
1: know, child. You know, Cash, he like, he, he dibbles boy. in the pussy, too. That's what he said. <laughs> he likes that, too.
2: <laughs> 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 he said, I dibble in it. I dibble in it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's crazy.
2: Right. And you also just dropped a new single called Hips as well. Can you tell us a little bit about Hips?
1: So it's so funny like so one of my favorite songs in the world is like Little Kim no matter what people say right. And Eve like who's that girl? Like you know I like I like as an artist I'm always influenced by I don't have to just be I'm influenced by different cultures. If you listen to my music you might hear like Afro beats in it. You might hear like a, a cha-cha. I just, I love different cultures. And I'm, it's not appropriation if I'm an artist I'm inspired by it. I'm making my own, right? So I heard the beat and it kind of had that little Kim in there. And that's one of my favorite songs. And I was like, whoa, wait a minute. I had just so happened. Again, I was in the club. I had just got the beat and I just so happened I was in the club. And um, I thought to myself, <laughs> I'm so I don't know if you guys do this, but you guys ever like go around and say your favorite lines from movies and stuff like this? So I was in a club yes. and I, yeah. I was like, let me go, watch me go squash this shit. And that's off of Save the Last Dance, right before you could do it, put your back into it. You could do it, put, and I said, let me squash this shit. And so I was going over there to do something. And I thought to myself, you could do it, put your hips into it. And I was like, wait a minute. And I just wrote that down. And then I got back in the car when I was on my way home and I started trying to see, could it go to that? And I was like, yeah, I can. And I just started writing that. Again, was another night in the club. It's 2 a.m. and I'm ready to go. He gave me the look like he want to take me out of my clothes. Sadie McCrush, like, So that was another story that I was telling. So, yeah.
2: Bitch, he want to take me out of my clothes. Yeah. Oh, yes, like a, in the listen, I, I have some wild now. nights.
1: I have some wild <laughs> nights.
2: Listen, I think that's great, though, that like you are able to tell a story. And I think that that is what it makes you stand out right like when you're rapping bitch i literally am like oh i can see this happening and i like understand what has happened i think that's also why people are so gravitating towards you because a lot of us can understand like we finally hear somebody saying some shit that we can actually like say like yes this nigga (laughs) took me home exactly (laughs) (laughs) it it really (laughs) happened and i think that like the more um, we're also starting people. I think I even saw somebody starting to do some like break your back. Yes, chance, Kevin. Like, yep, back chance, Kevin. Alex, that's like the, the voice of
1: Vogue. Old. He he's so like ballroom is such an intimidating thing, right? Because it's like everybody there hot shit. But me too. Yeah. Me too, baby. Me yeah. too. So, it's, it, but what's cool is that people in the ballroom they love creativity. And when I moved to New York and I discovered the ballroom scene, I was like, oh, this is kind of cool and creative. And people could be creative. And they instantly they like talent. They like people that's extra. They like people that represent They just like all of that stuff. You know, they just all about that stuff. So, especially Kevin. So, when he heard my song, he just was like, I love this. I love what you're doing. I love how you're showing your masculinity and femininity. He just just gave me nothing but praises. And I didn't even know he was going to do that at the ball. I was like, oh, my God. Like, what in the Mm -hmm. world is going on? Because, you know, we have a lot of queer artists. But do you connect with the queer community mm-hmm. is the question that I always say, you know what I mean? I'm one of those artists that want you mm-hmm. to see that I was actually at the balls. I was actually at these queer parties and these on these queer reality shows before it was a thing or it was a fad or, you know what I mean? It is what it is. So like, I, I love that my community is, you know, embracing me because I'm embracing them as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you know, I too, right? The, 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 a the of- on a drink, dependent <laughs> on a drink. Baby, I had went to Miss Azalea Banks concert and I was drunk and I went to OT after that and I, I walked right out there and I was like, oh, this is fun. Ooh. This is fun. <laughs> I'm a geek walking. so yeah, but. I know <laughs> that's right. right.
2: <laughs> give me a couple drinks. Listen, you'll be surprised I'm at I'm what like, you do walking. when you got all
1: your create. you have all your community around you, everybody just, you know, excited for you as well. And you drunk too? too. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yes, I love that.
0: So, I'm gonna switch gears for a little bit. We're coming into what will likely be a full third year of being in this pandemic, um, which has definitely affected creatives everywhere. Um, How have you been impacted by, as an artist, um, by the COVID 19 pandemic? My
1: concerts, concerts, (laughs) and shows, they messed up my bag in that way, you know what I mean? Because it's like, I'm I'm a full time independent artist now. So, like, those shows and all of that type of stuff, like I need that coin. And I like, and I also like connecting with my fans' performance. Video is fine, video is fine, but I love, it's nothing like being on stage with the mic and your music playing and seeing people chant your words back to you. you just, it's literally the craziest thing in the world. I'm always on stage like, are you kidding me right now? Like the whole crowd, he wanted to see me break my back. Like, okay guys, okay, y'all got it. Everybody got it, everybody. So, I mean, I miss performing on stage and actually, Being in the room with my fans or whatever the case is, everything's so virtual now. But I mean, um, that's it. I still create. You see, everything that I've done, I've done in a pandemic, so it ain't really stopped no creativity over here. Just, just, just my performances. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Yeah. Also, I just want to get into this. Like, how has that affected? Like, since you are like full time, like, do you have like? Uh, opportunities for like love, like love, you even, even thinking about love? that. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. No, no, no.
1: Baby, it don't hurt like me. I've tried to date. I've tried to talk to people. The thing is, like I'm a. It's so funny because I heard, I I always hear artists say this, <laughs> and I have to be like, all right, girl, shut up. But it's true. I'm I'm busy, right? I'm busy, and when I talk about the type of person that I am, it does it will have to take an insecure person, and I don't have time to kind of be like. I need somebody that know that, look, nobody who, no matter who wants me, I'm still here for you. I'm still going to hold you down. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have time for a whole bunch of yeah. insecurity. Like, I, because I'm good by myself, right? So it's like I don't have time for a bunch of insecurity. Like, and unfortunately, a lot of yeah. people, th- th- social media has made a lot of people insecure. Um, I feel like, you yeah. know, black gay men also have some, this substance in their relationships where it's like almost people want to feel like they're in competition and we should we should feel like, You know, companions, instead of we're in competition. I don't want us to feel like we're in competition with each other, like you, I wanna support you, you support me, we should be companions. Don't think that, what you wearing tonight? Oh, you gotta be in the studio for four hours? I thought it was three hours. I don't know this person, it's just, I'm an Aries. I really don't like to explain myself to people, as you know, that friend. So, yeah, I don't know what love is. Hopefully, I I just can't wait to uh, date the rich people, the rich guys, that's probably got wives.
2: yes come on i want to i want to dabble exactly i don't got a
1: job for
0: real
2: i love uh listen i i love that i'm the same way but also like so really quick too like going into upcoming wait what do you have upcoming before we what do you have because i don't want to say it i want you i to got say a lot of stuff coming I, I, I got a
1: in. show i'm planning in an all Mills burlesque show i got a new single i'm gonna drop in like maybe next week or maybe the week after that um I'm, I'm dropping through. I'm dropping a single every month this year. So um yeah, that's just how it that's how I could yeah, yeah. 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 The girls <laughs> not the girls don't do it like that over here. But uh <laughs> but no, I'm dropping a single every month. Something for people to people listen to or whatever, something different. And um but yeah, getting ready for all M- Mills Burlesh a show. Also, Pride is coming up, so they booking the boy back-to-back, because Pride is about to be crazy this summer, so you know, (laughs) I'm getting all those emails, I'm getting all of those emails, like, yeah, send a deposit. But, um, yeah.
2: Yeah. So this all-male burlesque, what made you want to do that? Like, I seen that, and I was like, i've never seen the I was, okay so
1: life. i was in vegas one time and i went to this show called zumanity oh my god if y'all never been to it y'all gotta go to zumanity that shit is nuts <laughs> so i remember I'd always being inspired and i'm a showboy i like performing and being you know cunt but then being you know very very hard or whatever the case is so i've I, it's something that I've, I've always wanted to do but i just wanted to make sure i had the right music in the right time and right now i feel like it's the right time i just got to find the right dancers and the right venue and all that stuff but um yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a I don't I didn't want my concert, my first show live show to be something like you perform a song, you have backup dancers and that's what you do. And we we've you've been seeing that forever. You know what I'm saying? Like let's do something that tells a story. Lights, like mm-hmm. live instruments, but also you get into I I don't even know how to, I still I'm still trying to process it because it's like you're doing so much but I wanted to create a, 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 an experience that would make history and people could say this was the first time that I seen this, something like this. And it really resonated with me and it went, it went up.
2: Mm. Yes. Listen, I just think about Beyonce. Beyonce have her hand in everything. Try. She's like, y'all know black girls in blue don't rock. Like, she's and it's like, definitely, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely,
1: I'm yeah. already like, okay, what lighting do I want? What this do I want? What venue do I want? Well, oh, if I can't dance on the bar then I don't, I can't use that venue. It gotta, it's gotta get crazy.
2: Oh, listen, when this shit, when you, listen, I cannot wait to know when you're going live, like, and not live, when you go, like, in person, because that is going to be a moment. What I've seen, you know, what I've seen you doing, like, like, virtually, what I've seen you at Moby Fest, I was like, he's giving energy and nobody is even there. Like, just imagine right. people are there, like, it's going to be crazy. But yeah, I, 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 I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. So
0: tell us, what's something, an accomplishment or, or just sort of experience that has or will say to you, like, wow, like,
1: I really made it? You know, I feel like I already have made it, to be honest with you. And right now I'm just going through, you know, last night I was, last night it was 12 o'clock in the morning and I was on my way somewhere. And um I was on a train and I got off the train. And I had my mask just here, just here. And this guy was like, he mm-hmm. screamed, seven, seven. And I was like, huh? And he was like, he came over and he ministered. And he just told me how much he thanked me and how much he saw himself in me. Oh. And that's happened a lot in New York. And I've even gotten asked for an autograph before and all this stuff. So I and I called my mom like, mom, I got asked for an autograph today. So like, I, I'm happy and I'm doing the best that I can do. And I'm trying my best. So I've already really made it, to be honest with you. Um, you it's I'm a, things is coming up, things is coming up, but I've yeah. already I'm a, I'm already good. But as far as me putting my foot in the industry's ass, that's coming up very very soon. <laughs> that it's I coming, it's crazy. actually already happening. The girls see what's going on, but yeah, it's coming, it's
2: it's, it's coming, it's coming very oh, soon. We, we do, yeah. I like I said, I think that we are. I think it's time, and we are ready to have an artist. Be as candid, you know, in that space. I know we have Little Nas X, we have Saucy Santana, we have Frank Ocean, and all those things. Even shit. True. (laughs) I'm just. (laughs) But I mean, I think that this is, you're in your own lane, you're in your own bag. And I think that all of these individuals, like I've said, have their own space that we can take up. Why can't we have, you know, someone that is sex positive and, you know, talk about the shit that, you know, we relate? I think that'd be something that we all need to hear and all that. So. I am super excited to see what the future has for you because right now the present is already amazing. So, seeing what that just when things start to open back up and now, you know, hips out, you know, hothouse, you know, break my back is out and all that, I think you are definitely thank you, all your flowers before you know it. This all that. But before we wrap up, listen, can you tell us? Oh, Darwin. Oh. I <laughs> <laughs> can you tell us where we can like you know follow you at on all your socials and things like that? Yes, and so stable. Instagram
1: is official seven deep, and seven is S-E-V-N-D-E-E-P. um i used to spell it like seven street, but I ain't want no smoke. So, um, <laughs> so <laughs> official <laughs> seven deep, Yeah, I was thinking TikTok that. Is just seven deep, S E V N D E E P. Twitter is the seven deep. Um, YouTube 7D, like that just is my name. Just type my name in. I'm everywhere. Yeah, just type my name in. (laughs)
2: Yes. Yes. Oh. Y'all, let's dance. (laughs) Let's dance. I'm ready. Listen. Because listen, one thing that I like is when somebody makes something like, bitch, when I hear that shit, that's, that's them. You know, like, and you did it also, you did it in hips. You did it and break my back. And when you say that shit, it's- broken. I miss dance it's, breaks. You know, People so don't it's, have we don't have dance, dance breaks
1: okay. no more like back in the day. You remember when the whole song would stop in the middle and the dance <laughs> break would happen? You would be like, "Oh my god!"
0: You know? Janet would give you a moment. Okay, down, so exactly. They would give you a moment. Damn, like you would just be <laughs> watching the video and they would literally give you a full sequence they, in the middle of the shit. What, yeah, absolutely. They don't. That's why I wanted don't. to take
2: a, it. Listen, it's a performance it's a performance. And I think that that is, that is what I expect when I see you. So when I say not us dance, I I know (laughs) I've only just, it's just, I've (laughs)
1: only made it harder for myself. I know.
2: (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Don't let me scream. I want to see you. break. That's another one. (laughs) It's the repetitiveness, but you all, you can continue the conversation with me and Derwin on our social media platforms at, you know, minds underscore Lord Every. That is underscore L-O-R-G-E-B-E-R-Y on Instagram and Twitter.
0: You guys know that you can find me on Instagram at Derwin King. That's D-E-R-W-I-N-K-I-N-G. And on Twitter at Free Negro. That's
2: F-R-E-E-N-E-G-R-E-A-U-X. And you all can follow us on Instagram and Twitter, the podcast platform at ThatBlackBoyJoy. And if you would like to be a guest on the podcast, you can hit us up at ThatBlackBoyJoyPodcast at gmail.com. You all can, of course, write into to us, of course. And if you all would like to watch the visuals of our episodes, you can look us up on YouTube at ThatBlackBoyJoy. So please like and subscribe on all of that. And like we always tell our guests and viewers, please be so in love with who you are.